Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Piki mai kake mai and welcome to Our Changing World. Ko Alison Balancer ho. A few weeks ago on the show, we heard how DNA doesn't doom you when it comes to your risk of heart disease. Although in coronary heart disease, when plaque can block arteries leading to a heart attack, half the risk is inherited. And it turns out that some people's coronary arteries are just more prone to getting blocked than others. That's partly down to the size of the arteries and how flexible they are as well as the shape and curves of the different junctions where the arteries branch off. To find out more, Suzanne Beer at the University of Auckland has been mapping cardiac arteries in sick and healthy people. The work is a mix of engineering and fluid dynamics and medicine. What happens if, say, you smoke and you eat badly, that a plaque builds up inside of certain areas of your cardiovascular system, mainly the arteries leading to the brain, which would cause a stroke, or the arteries supplying the heart, and that's what I'm focusing on, and that can cause a heart attack, for example. Hmm. So what is it in particular about those arteries leading to the heart that you're interested in? So the coronaries supply the heart muscle with blood, and they're really tiny and they're constantly moving, and they are very unique for each individual as well. And because they are so difficult to assess, because, you know, they're hidden behind lungs, around the heart, moving and everything, um, it has been a huge challenge in research so far. So um, what my team and I have been doing is we've been looking at the coronaries of many, many people all across Oakland, patients who came in to seek standard clinical care, and we assess their medical images. So these medical images are taken how? They use what they call a CT angiogram. Effectively, it's, it's a 2D grayscale image of many different slices across your chest. And um, I look at these images and then I can regenerate a 3D model, a virtual model of your artery tree, which is, which is really cool because then we can see the differences between individuals and a large population. How I analyze it is I run computational simulations of their blood flow because the blood flow introduces shear stresses at the inner vessel wall lining, which means that these stresses determine where the plaque will enter the arterial wall and accumulate. So if we understand the stress, we understand where the plaque will go, which is great because it gives you an indication of the disease susceptibility of the individual. How many individuals did you look at? We looked at more than 500 patients, which is the largest data set today in the entire world, yeah. 
So nobody has done this before, which is quite exciting. Now, were these all people who already had coronary heart disease, or did you have some healthy people in there as we, well? We did have some healthy people as well, yeah. So what, what happens is that sometimes you can have symptoms where the doctor might want to make sure, or oh, is this a risk patient or not? So you might go and get an angiogram, this angiogram I was talking about earlier, anyway, and but might have to go, go out of the clinic again and say, oh, I'm all good, nothing to worry about, whereas other patients may get something which is called a stent implant. Now a stent is a meshed wire tube which uh, is implanted into the narrowed artery to open it up again and uh, that is one of the end applications of my research to improve those stents, um, improving their design hmm, and the way it's implanted. So these shear stresses in the arteries, what's causing that? So the blood flow itself, actually, it's um, if you imagine a river and a riverbed, sometimes you have rapids or really strong curvature, and it's sort of the flow is altered according to the shape of the riverbed, and it's very much the same in our bodies. So the arteries shape the way our blood flows through them, and with the heartbeat and the tension of the vessel wall together, this can create these stresses which can yeah then lead to plaque accumulation. And you were finding that different individuals had different shear stress points in different places? Yes, yes, absolutely. So it's very uh, shape-dependent, very geometry-dependent. So um, we found some patients who have really narrow, small, slender arteries, and their stress profile looks very different to, say, another patient, which we see just as frequently, who might have very strong, wide angles in, in their branches. And... Um, very thick and uh, big, big arteries. Hmm. So what is it that you're looking for? I mean, how can you identify where the stress is going to happen? This is a really cool, powerful tool. It's called uh, computational fluid dynamics, or the experts call it CFD. And what it does is um, it runs tons of mathematical equations in the background. In fact, I'm using the National Supercomputing Cluster. This is also used to predict New Zealand's weather, by the way. I'm the second largest client (laughs) after the weather people. And so I I have my geometry, I have my boundary conditions, they call it, so I define the blood flow going in and everything. And then uh, the computer calculates it all, so it splits it up in tiny little elements and equations and calculates it all night long on hundreds of computers with tons of computer power. And uh, in the end, I get, a, I get a prediction, so with a very high confidence level. So we can say a, a simulation, a confidence simulation, where we can say, okay, this is the blood flow, and therefore the stress we will see in that patient without ever having to open up the patient. So it's, it's great because it's non-invasive, it's very safe, and uh, it can be repeated multiple times and then of course I can for example virtually implant stents and then see what kind of effect that stent could have in that particular patient. Can you also generate a physical 
model of, of the artery? Yes, so that's an excellent question because um, that, that is the next step. That's what I'm just working on now because um, what I'm now going to do is we also 3D print these models. So we have a soft or hard models of the, of the arteries of individual patients and then implant stents physically in, in these models and then uh, again virtualize them, run simulations, see how much it varies if it varies at all and so forth. This can function as um, a training base for clinicians, for example. They can practice their surgery before they even go in. And it, um, what we're really aiming at as well is that we try to generate new clinical guidelines. So what happens at the moment is that um, there are so many different type of stents out there and nobody really knows which stent is best. But some stents still fail in some patients, and it's not quite understood why. So looking at um, all these different patients across a large population and identifying the differences and understanding what the same stent may cause in two different patients is extremely important because then we can really move from this generic approach which we have today to a personalized approach which would be so much more effective. What have you got on the table there? Can we look at it? This is one of the patient arteries. So it's a it's a patient-specific artery. So this is the left main, so the first left branch supplying the heart muscle of arteries. Hmm. Looks like a stick off a tree. Yes, it really does. <laughs> so a single stick it? that branches into two. Yeah, yeah. And what sort of patient did that come from? This was a female patient actually, in her in her sixties, very little disease, and she didn't go ahead and have a stent, which is good for her. So, beta blockers were enough, and um, yeah, it's a it's quite a. Pretty geometry, may I say. <laughs> so are these big arteries or small arteries? This is a fairly small artery, and there's quite a strong curvature in one of the branches you can see here, and then sort of it sort of rolls off to the other side, and the other branch goes down, which is quite interesting. So that definitely generates an interesting uh, stress profile. So here, for example, we could identify that the disease will, will grow where the bend is and by the twist and so forth. And what that can also reveal is that I can now generate statistical shape markers which will cause bad stress. This is, for me at least, also really exciting because what it means that in future a patient could go to the doctor, get a medical image done, and then using machine learning techniques, imaging techniques, and so forth, the computer can then automatically identify, based on our research, what the bad shape characteristics are and their score. So say this patient here would have a score of, say, maybe 6 out of 10 for curvature, and that is bad. So then we can say, oh, okay, so your risk, your personal individual risk is that high. And here are your options. Yes, absolutely. Now, I'm curious, that artery there you said was modelled on one from a woman. Do you see 
measurable differences between men versus women or between people from different races? Oh, absolutely huge differences. So ethnicity is a, is a very important factor. So the shape differences we see, it's, it's largely um, genetic, obviously. And then male and female, uh, very much a similar story because females are often smaller, the hearts are smaller, and then, say, the arteries are more curved and sometimes twisted and also between ages so we age and our arteries age as well and with that the shape changes so all of this is very interesting considerations yeah so what I can do with all this data is that I can profile it so we generate um, population groups and then we can look at a patient and we can say, oh, okay, you fit this, this, and this criteria, so you're in this shape group, and then probably these are your best options. Hmm. Does the artery wall stiffen as you get older? Yes, it gets stiffer, it gets wider. So there's not a lot you can do about your genetics. The, sh- the shape you've got is the shape you've got. Yeah, but, but I mean, your lifestyle is what can the help the lifestyle is the, is the massive thing. It's 60%. It is the overweighing majority. So it's not, not all bad news. Definitely smoking is so bad. Try to have a Mediterranean diet and um, that's that's really all what it comes down to. And the thing is, um, eight-year-olds have artery disease these days. It's really down to the society and what foods are sh- cheap as well, you know, what foods are affordable, which is really sad. But um, trying to make an, an effort and uh, your body will thank you in the long term. It's interesting because it, when you see it there, and it just reminds you that that really all your arteries and veins are just a series of pipes, and you need to keep them clear. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's exactly it. Yeah. That was Suzanne Beer, a research fellow at the University of Auckland. Suzanne and her team have just developed the world's first online coronary atlas, which aims to understand the reasons why coronary stents fail, and help find ways to improve them. You'll find a link to the Coronary Atlas on our webpage, rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld. Thanks for listening. I'm Alison Balance, and this Our Changing World podcast first aired on RNZ National on November the 30th, 2017. We're on the web at rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld, and on Twitter and Facebook as RNZ Science. Subscribe to our podcasts at Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Radio Public, and the RNZ app. Bye for now. Hey, corner mai. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.